walking down the street. Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering Minute 27, which is 26 to 26.59 on the clock. Uh, We start with Eduardo getting punched by the Phoenix. And, uh, you know, Mark encouraging him to come outside. Um, And then they talk about the, you know, they start to talk about the idea of the Facebook. Obviously, this is a flashback from the deposition scene. Um, where we're being told when when did Mark approach Eduardo with the idea of the Facebook, um, and interestingly enough, um, when Mark Zuckerberg in earlier in the film talked about different um, finals clubs, he did say the Phoenix is the most diverse. So later on here, you know, he mentions uh, in, in this particular scene about diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I think, I think it's interesting that they set that up basically early on in the film and then they're kind of paying it up here. Um, and then, you know, as, as the rest of this week goes on, we'll kind of get more into the, uh, you know, the, the kind of the conversation that they have, but basically they're, they're, they're kind of, (laughs) Mark is starting to talk about, you know, um, how people came to face mash and why not build a website and that's kind of where we finish the minute. Um, and joining me to talk about it today is uh, Joel Torres and Sarah Roberts. Hello. Hello. Hi, thanks for having us back. It's interesting because in the script, um, you know, like it took them a little bit, like um, they, they kind of exit into the quad is how um, Aaron Sorkin had kind of put it. But here they're just in some kind of back alley, <laughs> which is kind of, uh, I find it kind of interesting that this is this is where this idea kind of gets discussed. Um, but more importantly, we get the reason why, you know, Mark wants to get out of that room. Um, you know, we obviously, we, you know, Eduardo talks about his news where he's like, you know, uh, it's the first of a four step process. Uh, you know, they slip the invitation under my door tonight, you know, and then there's the, the party tomorrow. And then he kind of goes back to Mark and he's like, what did you want to tell me? And of course, he says, you know, I've come up with something. And he's like, uh, let's go outside. <laughs> and, and of course, this is where Eduardo says it's 20 degrees outside. And Mark goes, yeah. But I can't stare at that loop of Niagara Falls, which has nothing to do with the Caribbean. And and I think that's a that's a great moment, and that's something that was actually in the script as well. You know, in the script, it had been indicated on the in the previous page by uh, um, by Aaron Sorkin that there was a DVD running. You know, you know, a, a loop of Niagara Falls, and it is something that when I watched the film at the cinema, that's something I noticed immediately. I was like, what? I, like I saw Niagara Falls, and I hear Dreadlock Holiday, and I'm like. What is what's going on? Why is the Niagara Falls there? And then literally like a minute later, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is like, I can't stare at that loop of Niagara Falls. And uh, you know, I just think again, this is kind of like, you know, we're kind of we've we've got like, you know, Eduardo's excitement over being punched, which is then contrasted with Mark Zuckerberg's uh I don't know, kind of like O C D, like the fact that he can't stare at this Niagara Falls loop. And again, it's like a nice bit of kind of subtle character work between the the two, because it's like Eduardo's very excited to kind of like tell the news to Mark and he's excited to hear what Mark's kind of, you know, like um, talking about. And as this scene goes on, we'll find out that Mark uses this occasion to take a few little digs at Eduardo instead of being excited for him. Um, But we start off with the kind of, you know, like people came to face mash. Um, you know, and the line that I think, I don't know, maybe it's kind of true where it's like, it wasn't because they saw pictures of hot girls. You can, you know, go anywhere on the internet, see pictures of hot girls. It's because they saw pictures of girls that they knew. 
Um, and you know, so like that's that's the idea is like why not build a web website that offers that you know that offers the idea for people to check out their friends. Um, so this is you know we're we're quite far into the film. You know, we're almost like. Um, you know, we're almost like a quarter of the way through the film and we're finally getting the seed of the idea that will eventually become uh, the Facebook, which, you know, obviously will then get a word dropped before uh, before it becomes, uh, you know, a kind of the site that everybody knows. I thought that, you know, this particular part, this particular part is a little bit about status too, like kind of about where he feels like he is and where Eduardo feels like he is. And um, it is a little bit about both both of their social lives, too, it seems. Yeah, because obviously Mark is, is you know, he's willing to, you know, walk away from, uh, you know, the, the kind of the party to go outside. Right, that's cold. his preference. Even, even, <laughs> yeah, even if, even if it is for a quite a good reason. Um, you know, I think most sensible people would probably go up to the DJ and be like, what's going on with this loop? Like, can you tell me? Like, <laughs> but, but, you know, Mark's instinct is just to be like, I don't want to be at this party. Like, he's literally in this party for all of, like, 30 seconds. Uh, you know, he's like 15 seconds in, in the last minute and then 15 seconds in this minute and then he's out the door. And, like, you know, into this kind of back alley to discuss this news. Like, he's barely at this party. Um, and yet in the deposition, you know, when they say, you know, when when was this news told? And he says at the AEPI Caribbean Night Mixer. It sounds like Mark was there all night or something. But instead he, was... he just literally <laughs> arrives in one door, goes straight out the back. Um, you know, which again is like a character thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, everybody else would have been like, let's go to a side room or let's go in the corner and talk or something like that. But he's like, no, no, let's go outside into the freezing cold. Uh, where we can be followed by some CGI, uh, some CGI breath. Um, He's a robot. He can't feel which, the cold, uh, anyways. I think that's 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 where I was getting <laughs> at last minute. That he's got this like uh, robotic nature to his character. That is like, you know, uh, I don't I don't know. Eduardo talking about it's twenty degrees outside. It's like that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to look at that loop. That's 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 the main thing that's on his mind. Again, it's it's like a little kind of character thing of like, you know, like you're saying, not that he's a robot, but just he's someone who would be bothered by the loop of Niagara mm-hmm. Falls. Um, you know, when watching the film, I was more puzzled by it. I was like, what does this like? There are no waterfalls in the Caribbean. What's going on here? Like, that was my thought. But obviously he's he's obviously, you know, they, they're making it like he's bothered by it. Um, you know, like, you know, this is not it's not just that he wants to talk privately with with, with Eduardo. It's that he has this other motivation for going out into this kind of cold back alley. Um, I mean, I guess it kind of points out, too, that there's a lot of stupidity and immaturity and partying going on, even in a, like, elite school like that. Um, That there are some people who care about those kind of details and there are other people who don't. (laughs) And, you know, that a lot of these men are going to go on to be future leaders in America and some of them are, yeah, the type of people who would, who would pay attention to details, and some aren't. <laughs> yeah, again, I mean, again, that's also another little character thing. It's like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is the one who notices the loop and is bothered by it, and you know, that's something that he can't kind of, you know, live with. And it's that kind of attention to detail is obviously one of the things that would, you know, is would make him someone good at doing coding. Is is that you know he he's going to notice if there's something wrong with the code, and he's going to try and fix right. it. Uh, whereas, you know, Eduardo is a business major 
and you know he's he's you know he's he's there for the women he's not he's he's not there for the for the kind of the theme or whatever although i do like the fact that he's embraced it by wearing like shorts and a bermuda shirt <laughs> and obviously that's going to be his downfall when he steps outside with mark because mark is dressed for the cold weather whereas eduardo is you know it, literally within a couple of seconds, Andrew Garfield is like doing a lot of cold acting where he's kind of <laughs> yeah. like hugging himself and being like really kind of selling the fact that they're cold. Uh, even though from what I understand, the set was very hot that day. And that's why there's digital, you know, breath being added mm. on afterwards, uh, because it really wasn't cold in that alley. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a very warm set that they're on. Um but yeah, I don't know. I, I just kind of like that. I mean, this is, you know, there's not really a huge amount in this minute apart from just, you know, the pointing out of the loop. Um, and then they go outside and then, you know, the next minute is when we really get the uh, the kind of the irony, I would say, of, of how Mark sells the Facebook to uh, to Eduardo. Um, and later on in the week, we'll find out why he picked Eduardo out of those three people to talk to in that room. Um, it's also worth saying, uh, and I don't think I've mentioned this previously, but uh, of the three roommates that were there that, you know, were before Mark came in, um, Dustin Moskowitz and uh, Eduardo uh, are heterosexual, but Chris Hughes is is not uh, heterosexual. He's he's gay. He's married. He's been married for about seven years to to a gentleman. So um, I you know maybe the, I don't know why the party would be, you know when they're talking about the Asian women, it's noticeable that he's the one who doesn't join in on that discussion uh, because I don't think he would have any interest. Cool. Uh, in that direction. So again, that's, I mean, it's not like a big kind of character thing, but it's just a little subtle thing that the discussion about women is only the two heterosexuals kind of talking about it before uh, one of them gets dragged away uh, into the freezing cold, which I, I don't know. I also like that that's a bit of a dick move on on Mark's, Mark's on just because he can see that he's he's in shorts and a shirt. <laughs> he's not going to be warm yeah. outside and he doesn't care. <laughs> you know, it's... He's not concerned with how he's going to feel. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, and, and again, it, it kind of paints Mark Zuckerberg as someone who doesn't care about his friend's feelings, like literally in this case, not just like his emotional well-being, but, <laughs> but he's literally willing and to ba- take him into a freezing I mean, alley and have him stand there. Based on his actions, too, I mean, this is, he, he gets told about being punched for that fraternity before they go outside, right? They're already, they're already in a fraternity. They're already in a right. party. Oh. Kirkland's a house. Uh, Kirkland's a Kirkland's a fraternity house. Whatever, whatever um, that means. He's getting punched for the fight. He's getting punched for the the finals club, uh, which obviously the f- the first five minutes fill you in on how important the finals yeah. clubs are. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, like again, the fact that he says it's the first of a four step process Th- for the next kind of I don't know ten minutes or so, we get to see the other steps of that process as Eduardo kind of outlines what happened with the rest of his kind of, you know, the, as the, as Facebook was growing, he was still, you know, in this finals club and he was still going through the process of it. Obviously, we've got the thing with the statue coming on later on. So it's interesting that we get this kind of journey of Mark Zuckerberg being concerned with the Facebook is contrasted with Eduardo, Eduardo still wanting to be a college student. <laughs> um, you know, it, like he's at this point, they're both like 19 years yeah. old. So it's not unusual for Eduardo to want to be at a Caribbean night mixer. Like that's, he's the normal yeah. one. Mark Zuckerberg's the one who's a little bit odd in this particular situation. Right, what I was going to say was that uh, Eduardo lays out this information, you know, he's he's, he's doing like a, a slipping around, like not exactly saying exactly what he wanted to say to Mark and Mark figures it out immediately based on the context of what they're talking about. And... Yeah, I can see his character in this movie being like a split second decision. Like, he's dressed this way. It's freezing outside. We should go talk outside because I'm kind of pissed off. <laughs> yeah, 
and we'll talk about it more in tomorrow's minute. But yeah, there is a little bit of we get that we get that mm. feeling. Um, there's also one of my favorite jokes in the entire film in tomorrow's minute. Uh, but is there anything else that you feel we need to cover about this minute? Mm, no. No. I'm I'm sad Caribbean uh, night's over, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so it's so, it's so I'm much so fun. Uh, well, then I'll ask you I'll ask you both the Tuesday question, which is uh, when did you join Facebook? Based on my Facebook memories, which is something that I this is ridiculous. Like, I I feel like Facebook memories are mostly useless, except for to see a how uh, I've evolved as a person in opinions. Like there's sometimes where I'll, I'll read a post I did and I'm like, man, you were an idiot back in, you know, 2011 or something like that. Or uh, <laughs> what I usually do is I'll look at my history and see like, oh, I said I was going to go see this movie today. And then I'll go over to Letterboxd and be like, diary entry 2009. So that makes me think I must have joined in like 2008. I, I know I can look up the exact time. I don't. But uh, I, I remember hearing about Facebook from Sarah because Sarah's friend in England was going to college at the time. And at the time when she, Sarah first heard about it, the only way you could get on Facebook is if you were in college or something like that, right? Yeah, I think it, my fr my best friend Sophie was at Goldsmiths in the UK and she told me about this social network that was like MySpace but like kind of yeah, kind of more clean and simple at the time. It was very like, you know, minimal and clear and you just talked to your friends and very you know, it was very um small at the time <laughs> um and she um i actually see the date here november 12th of i think 2008 is when i joined and it was primarily just to keep in touch with my best friend and when i i haven't looked at my history this far back but i know that Probably for the first year, it was just me and my friend Sophie talking back and forth to each other on each other's walls. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. And it was... Uh, Before... Yeah. She didn't tell you to watch any boat races or anything like that. She didn't say there's this fantastic boat race I've just seen on Facebook that you really no. need to watch. No, no. No. It was more like, how are you doing? <laughs> I just heard this new album you'll probably like. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> and we didn't really understand the direct message. I don't even know. Yeah. It didn't occur to us. I, I wouldn't have been, I don't think it had, I don't think it had a messaging function right, to start out with. Right. So the only way, the only way to talk to people would have been through statuses. Um, so yeah, that would make sense in 2008. <laughs> I, I don't think Messenger came along until about 2010, 11-ish. Somewhere that around makes there. sense. Yeah, when it was like, oh, you can send direct messages to people. And of course, uh, as happened so many times, um, people were like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to Facebook. They've ruined the whole thing now. Um, <laughs> which is what happened when they introduced the wall and then the news feed and then Messenger and like literally every single step. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be times where people would start groups where they were like, let's go back to the old Facebook. <laughs> um, and then they would get like 6,000 people like would join purists. it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's never, it's like, it's never going to get, like this thing's never going to get simplified. Um, but yeah, it's funny that you do mention the fact that MySpace was like, 
MySpace was flawed in that people could mess with the HTML. And that's, of course, what people used to do. And used to go, I mean, my favorite thing about MySpace pages was just going on people's pages and the whole thing just being covered in like glittery writing <laughs> and songs just suddenly starting up and being on full volume and you had no control over right. them. And, you know, it was, it, I mean, it was a complete mess in terms of like the internet because it meant that every Facebook page, uh, sorry, every MySpace page was just a complete and total nightmare whenever you went on them. And, uh, and the, it, that, I mean, I when I used MySpace around that time, it was mostly just to message people, oddly enough. Whereas, like Facebook, I think when I first got it, I was like, I don't, I'm not sure what this is meant to be. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what I'm meant to do here. Like, you know, and it still had that thing where it forced you to talk in the third person. Yeah. Uh, so it would put your name. It'd be like is. So every single status had to start with is, and then you had to say what you were doing, like in this weird kind of passive third person right. voice. Right. <laughs> um, you know, which. I don't know, it's a bit strange. Yeah, but I don't know, It's uh, I, I, I haven't checked when I started, and uh, I don't think I'm going to reveal that until maybe I get towards the end of this podcast. But uh, yeah, I don't, 2008 is pretty early, considering that, you know, he was sued in 2006. So it would have been quite close to the lawsuits being settled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it was getting known in, like, the bigger universities. But I think, um, I didn't know what it was. I, yeah, I wasn't sure what it was at the time. <laughs> I just knew it was a way for me to chat with my friend. <laughs> well, I feel like we've covered uh, we've covered as much as we can about today's minute, so uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug? Yeah, Joel and I do a podcast called Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, and uh, it's a fun podcast where we watch a science fiction or fantasy movie and we talk about it. And it's basically just the way friends talk about a movie. And uh, it's kind of silly, but we have fun doing it. And we've done some very interesting movies. (laughs) So check it out if you have a chance. Mm -hmm. There's 150 episodes up there for people to be irritated by. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash uh, the social minute on Twitter at social underscore minute and on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest here today. Thank you. Thank you. And otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. I love her.